I mean, I've always wanted to be a part of a foursome. Oh, so. there we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome, Rob. The Thank foursome. You. What happens when two guys used to floating through life? Floaters, you better grab a life vest. Find their calling. Hello? Will? Yeah. Hey, it's Boogie. Hey. Things get lit. Uh-uh. Just had a vision. It's the Real Liddy Podcast with Ryan and DP. We have a lot to talk about. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. It is the Real Liddy Pod inaugural draft for Big Brother All-Stars. We have a ton to get to and all-stars this is a star-studded season obviously we have a star-studded draft tonight i am ryan chapman obviously at raiders ryan on the twitter machine and at real liddy pod we now bring in my lovely co-host the stashed wonder dp bro how you been this week dude i've been good it's uh it's been a long week it was a long build-up to the season but it's finally here and got some live feed action in it's been a good week it's been a great week, and I'm fired up because this draft, we're not going to spend too much time uh, poking around. DP, you're the mastermind here. Here in a minute, we'll let you throw over to the scoring system before we draft. But we have to have two guests so we can have teams of four returning. It's been a long time since we talked to this man. Nick Crane, he, he did the premiere podcast with us. He liked it so much he had to come and do some drafting at Crane NBA for Nick. What's up, bro? Hey, hey, I signed up for uh, CBS All Access. I've got access to the live feeds now, but I've got to admit, since we last all turned it on at like 1.30 in the morning a couple nights ago, I haven't had had much time to get on there and and watch it. So you guys have a leg up on this draft tonight. Uh, We we intend to use that. It's our podcast. We should be coming in first and second, but it won't happen that way, obviously, you know. We'll see what happens. I, I uh, I think you guys probably know who I'm taking number one, so um regardless of what you guys have seen or what insider intel you have there's there's one true goat in the house and that's who i'm taking oh, there well, was a there was a spoken agreement yeah there, there we'll see if we'll see if our next guest honors it because he wasn't here for night one uh, that's very true we bring in our good friend rob clement he does a lot of great stuff around the station that dp and i work at but most importantly he is the music director for the edge and v103 rob welcome and tell us a little more about your day job uh well i'm the programming director of the edge sorry apology apologies Rob. i spend a lot of time scheduling music and then i am on v103 from 10 until noon on weekdays and then the edge from 2 until 7 and a few little other things here and there too yeah, and for those of you that don't know, not in the OKC area, The Edge is alternative rock. V103 is some classic throwback hip-hop and R&B. And do they – I know The Edge has an app that people can download. Does V103 have one as well? Absolutely. They both have apps, so go get them. They're totally free, and they fit perfectly on your phone. And what do you have to search in the uh, app store for those? Uh, I think it's just 929 The Edge for The Edge app and then V103 for the V103 mobile app. Our logo for V103 has got purple and orange on it. So you kind of want to look for that one as opposed to all the other V103s out there. Perfect. All right. Look, without further ado, we have a 16-person cast, which means 
there's four of us. We'll have a team of four. It will be snake draft fashion. For those of you that are unaware, the number one overall pick will go two, three, four, and then the second round it'll turn around and four will pick first all the way through. We have a scoring system. DP spent a lot of time in the lab making sure that he could figure out the best way to level us out. And uh, Derek, do you happen to have that in front of you? I do. So yeah, like you said, I, I toiled over this for weeks on end. Uh, not really. I threw it about threw it in in about five minutes, but. For an HOH win, we have five points. So, obviously, whoever drafts Cody tonight is going to be a leg up with an extra five points out the gate. Veto win, five points. Surviving the block is three points. Being eliminated is a negative four. Making it to jury is three points. Making the final four is six points. Winning the game is ten. And being America's fave is five. So, that is the rundown there. All right. Does anyone have any further questions before we unveil the draft order? I'm ready to roll. Perfect. Okay, so before we all hop into the Zoom call, I did random number generator from 0 to 100. Rob, do you want to go closest to 100 or closest to 0? Let's start closest to 0. Closest to 0 will be the number one overall pick. Derek Parker is drafting in the one hole. Rob, you will draft second. Okay. I will draft third and Nick. He wanted the four hole in our pregame group chat. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive my friend. That means Derek Parker with the first overall pick in the inaugural real Liddy pod, big brother draft. You're on the clock, my friend. Guys, this is a, uh, it's a pretty easy pick for me. It's a no brainer. He's probably my second favorite player of all time. I think he's gonna, I think he's going to play a little more on the download this year, so it could be interesting, but I'm going to go Tyler Crispin with my number one overall pick in the 2020 Big Brother draft. All right. Oh, crispy. Tyler's off the board. DP, are you concerned that he's not playing hard enough right now? Um, I'm not, and it's because he's better than everyone else. <laughs> okay. Easy <laughs> enough. No, I think uh, I think if he was coming out fast and hard out the gate, he would be a much bigger target. I think he's doing exactly what he needs to do. I think his rapport with everyone else is is going to be based on just his his past season. I think they're it's going to speak for itself. I don't think he has to do too much. So, quick follow up. Uh, also, you you built the scoring system, correct? Right. Does it concern you that you just drafted a dude who is known to throw competitions when <laughs> winning HOHs? Listen, uh, I knows is, is easy points in this uh, draft. I believe this go round. See, Tyler won quite a bit his last one, even though he did throw it. So I'm just hoping old T Crispin gets to that winner spot. That's okay. really what I'm banking on. All right, all right, Rob, you are in the two hole. Tyler's gone. Well, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Um, I, I'm just going to go with Ian. You know what? Uh, success breeds success. He's a winner. And so, man, I'm just going to go with the winner. <laughs> I, Good look, pick. I, we can't fault that. Uh, we, we are a pro-Ian podcast. See, there you go. Um, he seems to have a pretty smart game altogether. Um, I'm sure he's going to be a beast at all the mental comps specifically. Um, and I think he's also still, even though he's a winner, he's unassuming enough that I don't think most people will look at him as an early target. Respect, respect. Uh, 
Look, it's been a little bit of a sausage fest so far. We've got four dudes drafting this. We've had two dudes off the board. Look, I, where are the ladies at, you know? And, and who better right now than my girl, Danny? I feel like Danny, she's done a great job. She's, she's kind of working her way in with Cody, and, and she's found herself to some safety and a position in which she can work off of here in the first week in the house. So I, I know that Nick's about to uh, break the, uh, the female train here. So I felt like we had to get one in this first round. Yeah, so my, uh, my first round pick here, and this is no surprise to you guys, I'm going to go with Enzo. Yeah, and meow. He, uh, he's just one of those guys I think that, that he's, he's super likable. He's, uh, his social game I think will be excellent. Um, he, he definitely has the, the style of game where he can choose to go under the radar if he wants, but he's also a good enough player that if he needs to step up, he can do that. So um, the undisputed you know, best player in the entire house is Enzo, and, and I'm riding him all the way. Look, um, since you didn't watch the live feeds a whole lot this week, you missed out on the, the origin story of the Meow Meow, I think. We'll oh, have to – uh, We'll have to send you that. Yeah, no, DP, just fill them in right now. Cliff notes. Basically, I don't even want to say it. It's vulgar. <laughs> Basically, uh, Enzo was in a, was it a cab, I think? And a, uh, a sweet woman farted in the cab and then blamed it on someone else and said, meow, 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 meow. And, like, like, we're done. <laughs> that can't yeah, be Yeah, like, real. shut up. It, it is. It's a true story. Also, Enzo used to uh, sell crayons, I believe. What he said. <laughs> well, um, that, so yeah. Or, hey, my 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 pick feels better than ever. I, I love to hear it. Right. Yeah. It was a. Uh, he, he's an interesting cat. He's got a story for every <laughs> occasion. That guy. Absolutely. So, you want me to go ahead and roll with uh, the first pick in the second round here. Absolutely. All dun, right. Dun, 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 I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Memphis here. He's a guy that right. that I remember watching him. Uh, you know close to a decade ago, if not more than a decade ago. And he had the, the Mohawk and he was wearing the affliction. Like we talked about just, just <laughs> a young, a young kid. And now he's this mature guy running restaurants. I feel like he's uh he's got the mental, he's got the physical, he's got the maturity. His game is going to be very different than last time we saw him. But I, I uh, think he's going to be great this season. Look, I think it's a really good pick. Memphis has kind of shown us already. He obviously has the old school big brother connections, playing with Keisha and then um, Janelle and Case are gravitated toward him because of that. But he, he's a guy's guy, you know what I mean? And he's had no problem assimilating with, you know, the newer players. And though he doesn't have the storytelling abilities of Enzo, he, he just, he's just an overall like good dude that people get a good vibe off of. He's going to, he's going to be a runner up to Enzo. So my points are going to be racking up pretty quick. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I come back around on the snake. I'm going to take Cody. This is a guy that I, I told you guys I'm super high on him coming into this season. Um, yes, he doesn't have Derek beside him. Yes, I think he'll have trouble making it to the very, very end. But uh, in this point system, he's a dude that is not afraid to show the house that he is a comp beast. He goes all out. Throwing is not in his vocabulary. And for that, we'll just rack up some easy points. Are well, you worried about week two? No. Roll Cody. I am not because of the safety suite competition. I think if he really needs it, I think if he really needs it, uh, he can try to achieve safety 
or he can uh, be a plus one to somebody. So we'll uh, we'll see how it shakes out. You better hope a certain few people don't uh, win HOH. Your boy might have to get you some points and escape that block. Well, at least he already has that five HOH points, you know. Well, um, so you mentioned Cody maybe not doing so well because he doesn't have his partner in the house. He is in a duo, though, with a winner. And I'm going to go with another winner. <laughs> Nicole F. I'm taking her. <laughs> Rob, is, Rob is straight up going the million-dollar club over here. Hey, that's exactly it. Look, look, Rob's just like, look, they're a final two, allegedly. We're going to just roll with them till the end. If they, if they roll through it, look, I hate Nicole. It's a great pick. It's a good pick. I hate Nicole. I'm sorry. Season 16 was the first season I ever watched. So, okay. like, I've been following along with her the entire time. I've always been impressed by her game. She's got a sweetness that's kind of undeniable, honestly. Uh, really good social game. It's kind of hard to dislike what she does, for me at least. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't mind it. I, I like – look, here, here's where I think people's problem with Nicole is. She is cutthroat, and she's ruthless, and she makes a decision that needs to be made to win the game. She just gets mad when people tell her that. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's so caught up in wanting to be seen as a fan favorite. I'm just like, why don't you get seen as a two-time winner? How about that? Exactly. And so winning is going to take you far. You know, this is weird. It's all-stars. So the traditional sort of things that my damn dog look, scratching at look, himself. It's not, it's not a Zoom podcast if we don't have a dog in the background. Like, that's... I know, right? I've been there. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so... Since it's an all-star game, you've got to go with the totally – the traditional strategies aren't going to work because everyone are, is going to see that. Um, I think Nicole has enough – she went so far in both of her seasons, obviously winning out in that last one. She's got enough up her sleeve that she's going to be able to pull through, I think. Just because just because you make sense doesn't mean I don't have I've, I don't have to hate it because I hate it I hate her. Am I up here? Yes, you me? got two. You got two. All right. Oh, I get two. I, oh, I get to go back to back, huh? Exactly. Let's go. All right. Well, I guess with my first, I'm gonna go Bailey. Uh, staying on the the BB20 grind here. I think normally. I would not take Bailey. I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of her game in BB20. Uh, right now, I think she has positioned herself phenomenally. She, I don't think she's on anyone's radar, at least not for the foreseeable future. And I think there's a scenario where she could, her and Devon both could easily play the middle and go a long way just in the middle, not even in any alliances at all. Maybe flip-flopping back and forth. She's got allies in all the girls, in Tyler, in his season. So I think, uh, I think I'm going with Bailey. EP, refresh me here. I, I could be off, but does her, like, like the amount of emotion she has and how she just overreacts to everything not freak you out a little bit? Um, it, it does. Uh, I really think – but she was on the challenge, um, and I think she did really well there. So I think she's learned quite a bit. I mean, anyone that's married to Swaggy C is going to have a little bit of a problem with uh, getting overly confident, but I think she's going to have learned – um we'll see how it goes i was a little nervous with this pick but we'll see 
I am so ready for this house of cards to just come down. There was a day two conversation between Tyler and Bailey. They're just like, we're good, right? Tyler's apologizing for hurting her feelings. And, and I think he's trying to project that he feels bad for betraying her in uh, their season. This conversation did not leave me feeling like these two were uh, going to the end together. I can't <laughs> wait for Derek to be sitting there on a Thursday night. We get to a recap pod. And he's like, no, without winning a thing, Bailey has evicted my number one pick, Tyler. It's going to be, it's going to be gold. Oh, that is, to, if they turn on each other, it's going to be, it's going to be bad mocus. <laughs> That's going to be no good, dude. Um, all right. With my next pick. I'm going to go Christmas. Um, it's another person that uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew I'd snag that from someone. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Christmas. I think she, as a girl, maybe other than Janelle, I think she has as a girl in the house, the best odds at winning competitions. Uh, she's obviously a beast and she's aligned with Tyler. So <laughs> already they have a, an, a final two. So I'm really loading up on team tie here. So we'll see how that goes. Fair enough. Yeah. Christmas is someone that uh, much like Cody, she's not one to throw comps. I feel like because of the broken foot situation, she's going to make the most of her big brother experience. This go around. I too wanted Christmas just for those uh, comp winning points, but. And I think she, she like Bailey does have the ability to blow up, but I think again, she's got to be much more mellow this season. And last season after breaking her foot, she made it all the way just, via making relationships. So if she can do both this season, I think she's going to do a really good job. Faux show, faux show. Rob! I think that also is kind of getting into what I was trying to say a little bit earlier about how I think everyone's going to go for a little bit more laid back approach this season, simply because it's all stars. Um, I'm going to go with Kaser. What up, Kaser? I like uh, what I saw from him in this episode. You know, he knew that he would be an early target and he did what he needed to do to keep himself safe early on. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not super familiar with these older season players, uh, but I have a lot of respect for the way he's handling everything in the early going of it. I love that pick. Kaser is the one that has the God reads on the house right now. He, uh, mm-hmm. He's the only one that's kind of figured everything out where it's going. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can put that together. This has been the problem with Kaser in the past. He, he has the reads. He has the vision. The problem is he has the tendency to say that aloud. And then the other side of the house is like, oh, crap, this guy has us pegged. And then that gets him evicted. So let's see. The, the dream for Kaser is we're just trying to get Kaser to jury this go round, But we will see. All right. Yeah, man, that uh, those were my two picks. That was how I was going to round out my team. So we're having to uh, go off the board here. Okay, look, this is a guy that I think is going to fly under the radar. Um, he's tried to play dumb so far. I think he's played too dumb almost, which I didn't know that that could be a thing. But I'm going to take David. He's a guy that people questioned why he was on this season. Look, we had Chicken George, the first All-Stars. Like, you got to have somebody that, that's not a – you can't have a house full of sharks. But I think this is a guy that can be perceived as someone to just scoop up and be a number, and that will carry him a long way. And he's in good shape. He's a physical threat. Hopefully he can uh, work out some comp wins here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the one guy in the house that doesn't have 
um, like Intel, like, like you're, you're, you're scouting these players looking back at their seasons. Like we don't know a lot about his game like that. That could actually be a good sleeper pick. Thanks, Nick. Nick's being too nice over there, dude. He's got something up his sleeve over well, there. He's, he's got two uh, picks he's here. He's got two picks. He's going to drop, like, he's going to drop two bombs here. We're going to be like, holy crap, where did this come from? So I'm, I'm back to back here. Is that right? Exactly. Round it out, baby. All right. I'm going to go Nicole A. Okay. The, the, the best Nicole in the house. And we talked about this in the last pod. I think her relationships through the podcasting and just her being – um, not a huge like physical competition threat. I think that she could definitely fly under the radar pretty easily and, and play a good social game. So I'm going to take her with the first of these back-to-back picks. I'm curious though, with Nicole A, like she was such a floater in just this last season. Do you really think she's going to be able to pull that off again in All-Stars? I mean, with, with, how many, with how many threats are in the house and how many targets are going to be on people's backs, like, is, is All-Stars the best time to float? Maybe. But I also think she has a chance since she floated the first time around. It's another person we don't have a ton of, like, intel on how, they, how they're going to play. Like, what if she just decides to completely change everything up here and she's a wild card? We'll see. Well, and we've had one All-Star season, and the, uh, the two dominant floaters in that uh... – Chilltown, uh, they went off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a different game. Like, like BB is, whenever it's an all-star season, we have a small sample size here, but it's a different game whenever you put, put these uh, former all-stars in the house. Um, so, second pick here uh, of this batch is going to be a little different, maybe out there. Um, I'm going to go Janelle. Definitely going to have a huge target on her back. Um, you know, already went in there and, and used her safety suite uh, pass. But fourth time is the charm. She has the most experience of anybody in this house and it has not worked to this point. But come on, if you haven't learned from the first three go-arounds, like, I think she has a good chance to, to do something here. She just recently, uh, this week, overtook Paul once she guaranteed safety. She will resume, regain, I believe, uh, her record for the Big Brother player that has spent the most days alive in the house. So plenty of experience there. Well, but, uh, Paul only needed two seasons to get the record. Janelle had to come back for a four. Hey we, we well, but but hey also, also, also modern Big Brother – uh, 30 days longer than uh, when it was 70-day seasons when Janelle was there. So the first two go around. Right, right. Just, you, just saying. I, I, I like Janelle rounding out my roster here as a veteran, someone that's been here before, just taking the team to the promised land. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, Janelle's a great pick. I like Janelle, but I think that unfortunately – um, and this is a little bit of gamesmanship here because I don't think Janelle and Danny are, are long for this world. I think that Danny is looking to put that knife in Janelle's back. Danny was already kind of talking a little bit about everyone seems so starstruck. I don't get it. So uh, I'm going to try to avoid the DP scenario where uh, his team could take each other out. And I have to get, honestly, this is the steal of the draft. Bring Mama Day over to Team Ryan. I can't believe she slipped to the fourth round. I'm so excited. She's talked about. She's another Big Brother player that has challenge experience. 
she's talked about how going on the challenge and winning some of those comps has almost like transformed her and her mentality when she goes into these physical competitions. Um, look, she's known historically for her reads. They have been hot doo-doo right so far, but she has some time to get back into it. And hopefully she's kind of worked her way into some comfort so that she can, you know, figure it out what's going on. Good luck to uh, her, man. They have, so, they have been rough lately, but historically she's been great at them. So we'll see how it shakes out. So I guess uh, it's down to me to really make the last choice of the draft. Correct. Uh, and stick Derek with either Keisha or Ket. Evan, both of them were on the block. <laughs> Where are you going? Come on. Hey, hit uh, me hey, with look, my pick. Look, this is huge, Rob. One of these picks is going to give one of you two three points for surviving, and the other one's going to you know, put you in the negatives. So. I know, right? Jeez, thanks. Um, unless some sort of miracle can happen with a veto. I'm, I'm going to run with Kevin. Um, I, <laughs> there's not much to say about the 15th person picked in the draft. Um, obviously, he had his little emotional moment with Cody in the uh, um, pantry during this episode. So uh, I don't know if that's going to paint him as a target or draw a little bit of sympathy out from Cody as HOH, which might help him out a tiny bit, but I don't know. Nah, Ke Kevin was a final HOH away from probably winning in all likelihood in his season. I, I think he's a guy that if you can get through this week, Rob, he, if he can just reassimilate back into the house, he, he is in the pawn position which usually means like, obviously you never want to be there, but you've garnered some trust maybe with your HOH that week, just, you know, being like, we're going to ride with this guy as the pawn. So I think this is, I think this is the pick kind of, you know, looking at how the votes are going to probably go. Um, but who knows what could change here over this week, Derek, assuming what, what's got to happen for Keisha to stay in this game and be a contributor to team DP. Keisha has to turn it up a notch because she got third on her season, both playing extremely strategically and winning a ton of competitions. She won America's favorite. She was bouncing off the walls. Everybody loved her. And she's kind of sat back this first week and done absolutely nothing. She didn't really go talk to Cody. She hasn't made a bunch of true friendships. If she can survive a week and get the ball rolling, she's, I mean, 16th pick, but she is a true competitor. I think she just needs to pick it up quit laying low, quit feeling sorry for herself and get off the couch and go do something. She's, I mean, if we had done this draft before nominations, Keisha probably would have been a first or second round pick, but who was going to know that she was going to go in there and, and not do a whole lot with her time. But even, even if she is evicted this week, I think that she's a strong enough competitor that she could even battle back. And you know, there's going to be a battle back. It's all stars. They're not going to call in a bunch of former players and not give them a chance to get back in the house. So I'm not, I'm not upset with that pick at all. That's, that's the beauty of a, a BB All-Star is all of these draft picks. You, you got Keisha, who's a legend, as your last pick. Like, it, can't right. complain with that. Heavy hitters only. Yeah, uh, well, except David. But <laughs> <laughs> to recap, so DP drafted the one hole. He grabbed Tyler, Bailey, Christmas, and Keisha. Team Rob has Ian and Nicole Franzel, the only two winners in the game, as well as Kaser and Kevin. I took Danny, Cody, David, and Devon, and Nick, his boy, Meow Meow himself, Enzo, 
Memphis, Nicole Anthony, and Janelle. You can follow us again at Realty Pod. We will continue to update the standings in the draft week to week. But we have one last bit of business here before we dismiss. Um, Rob, I, I know you're new here. I have some information to give you. Um, DP and I, we have a final two agreement. Like, I'm sorry, but we want to bring you into this. DP and I, the association, we've been working together since, you know, we started this podcast. And, and last week we brought in Nick here and, and we formed the Three Musketeers. We would like to um, offer you the, a fourth spot in this alliance here, but I, you got to give us a name. I mean, I've always wanted to be a part of a foursome. Oh, so. there we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome, Rob. The Thank foursome. You. I waited all podcasts to say the word foursome because we've been dealing with teams of four, choosing four times, four rounds, so much foreplay. Oh, oh baby. So, so you're going with foreplay for the Alliance name or you just want to stick with the foursome? Ooh, that's a good one. Look, are are you worried? This is something that we, we didn't really get into it with Nick, but are you concerned that uh, if if the like with with Nick DP and I the alliance name, if the three musketeers start shooting around the house, everyone's got there's three people in it. Like, are you concerned that if we become the foursome or foreplay that that you're gonna you know stir some hysteria in the house, knowing that there's a number in there? <laughs> Uh, I mean, you said three musketeers to begin with. You knew numbers. You've been playing with numbers before, so. Fair. All it's right. on you. We have a foursome. Rob and Nick, yeah. thank you guys so much for hopping on to do this draft with us. Uh, you, have, you have any last words for the people at home as to, as to why you're going to dominate and, and DP and I are going to have the egg on our face at the end of the season? I've got – I've actually got two words. Meow, meow. <laughs> legend legends all around all right friends we will be back dp and i once again we're going to be recapping everything that happened this week it may just be us we may have some friends aboard who knows be sure you go and give rob a follow at rob on edge on the twitter machine and nick at crane nba we are the reality podcast and we are ready for the first live eviction on thursday let's ride Woo!